0: I struggled with the earlier stages of my transition. I knew who I was to become, but wasn't quite there yet, and it was easy to be called he or him. It was very gratifying to watch people catch and correct themselves, It showed that they would support me. As I progressed into the later stages of my transition, I have started to be perceived as a woman more and more. People are more likely to call me Miss, Ma'am, Bad Bitch, and things of that sort. Respecting one's pronouns is akin to respecting one's personal space or even body. Pronouns indicate a person's third-person sense of self, or third gender. I like third gender much more, let's stick with that. On the topic of gender, I'd like to say that it's obsolete, and we should all just play nice and acknowledge one another how we wish to be acknowledged. It's been really nice to see the people in my social circles catch themselves when they misgender me, and it feels like they really care about how I feel. Deep down, though, I don't really identify as human. That's right, not just transgender, but transhuman. Honestly, I feel sorry for anyone who doesn't know what that is. So the squad and I were having brunch at Red Bamboo near Washington Square Park. This spot was vegan, and we'd all been getting serious about going vegan. I was drifting in and out of conversation, as per usual. Ooh. The waiter three tables down so hot. Mm, the things I would do to him. Daydreaming, or rather, day fantasizing, I was lifted from the depths of desire by Byron's voice. Ow, hello. It took a few tries
1: though. Anybody home? Mm, hey, what's up? The server is taking orders, and you're last.
0: Someone's got that look in her eye.
1: What will you be having, sir?
0: Excuse you, I prefer madam.
1: Uh, I apologize, I didn't in- intend to misgender you.
0: Apology accepted, I'll have the Satan BLT.
1: Satan BLT, great, uh, oh, and I'll get water to everybody as well.
2: I'm so proud of you for actually saying something, Bibi. Did you notice how it clicked in their head
0: that they may have misgendered each and every one of us? You know, they did look a little flushed.
2: I'm shocked that someone actually apologized, but then again, we are at a vegan place. Vegans are very warm-hearted people.
0: Progress, Bibi, and yes, we are. It makes me so happy to think about the places I've been and where I'm at now. In Miami, I was once called a muchacho at a Cuban bakery, and they wouldn't stop after i corrected them once. The croquetas were okay, and I remember my ears getting hot as I paid for my stuff, and I felt people's eyes peering at my soul. It hurt, but let me stop being so dramatic. Alana,
1: babe, you're not being dramatic. You've thought about your feelings more. Gosh, I had this trouble date not too long ago with some pseudo-feminist I met on Bumble. He claimed to be a proponent of fluidity in the abstract concepts of gender identity and expression. That is isn't exact quote. It was in his bio. And we went to this bar near his place, and it was mostly straight, so I wasn't really feeling it after a while, and I wanted to leave. but he was really cute, and then all of a sudden, some guy engages him, and he introduced me with Keith.
0: <laughs> I was done. Such a poser. Oh, it's fucking ugly. Who wants to go next? We can flip a coin.
2: I'll go. Hello. No, you go. You.
0: Mars started while Alf was catching their breath.
2: Okay, so one time I had a video conference for work and I was already being mansplained when one of my colleagues actually stuck his neck out for me. He said, let her finish. It was nice of him to try to stick up for me, but it still feels painful when he's using the wrong pronouns. In the moment, I'm like, how do I correct him? Should I correct him? Sometimes it feels really exhausting to use a set of pronouns that not a lot of people are familiar with and feel this pressure to like, explain to everyone
3: how they work.
1: Uh, yeah, for
2: real. It's an affront yeah. to your identity. Totally. The silver lining is I didn't have to wear pants. That's was pretty empowering. <laughs> Alana, to touch on what you said about the places you've been, I really feel that. Most of my aunts and uncles don't really get pronouns at all and what it means to people like us, and my cousins didn't either. But that was only at first, and now my cousins respect the hell out of my pronouns. I'm really grateful for that change in my socio-emotional environment with my family. Does that make sense?
0: Totally. I would describe it as feeling recognized. Yeah.
2: Dude, no way. This is freaky. My cousin Steven just sent me screenshots of his text to his mom about gender identity and expression. Are we witches? Maybe. Maybe, Yes. Oh my gosh. My aunt said she won't misgender me at Thanksgiving this year. This is great!
0: Oh, familia.
1: When are we gonna get serious about our Spanish club? Remember
0: you said we were gonna get together in practice? Um, oh yeah, I totally forgot. Mm Mm-hmm. ¿A está nuestro Spanish is very much trying for my non-binary friends. The entirety of the Spanish language is infused with gender roles. From the articles to the nouns, it's starting to seem odd to get better at Spanish with my friends. I think Mandarin would be better. He, she, and it are all the same sound. Ta. Later that night, I was getting ready for my first date in three months. Could you believe that? I had a date with a gorgeous guy I met through Instagram. He'd slipped into my DMs. I was skeptical, as always, but recently Time Magazine told me to take chances. And he approached me, so, I mean, I felt confident. What could I lose? So the foodie in me wanted to test his limits, and I suggested we go to Bunny Cafe on Flushing. This is Ethiopian food. Although it wasn't the most authentic, it was indubitably different. Alana? August, The one and only. I actually once met a baby with your name, so I beg to differ. Wow, you're a catty one. So I've been told. Shall we step inside? It's kind of cold out here. Let's do it. Oh, thanks for holding the door. A gentleman I see. (laughs) I just wanted
4: to get another look at you, my dear.
0: Wow. I'm kidding. How I try to get all the looks at me I can. Don't even ask me how much time I spend in front of a mirror. You're
4: funny. Don't forget it.
0: Table for two, please.
4: Do you know what you're going to have? Honestly, I eat pretty much anything. I just, I'm not really into picky eaters. It gives the impression of immaturity.
0: Yeah, I can relate to that, you know? I can't stand people who don't like broccoli. Take a look at the menu, though. I really love the kale salad here, and the chickpea puree is divine. I forgot what it's called. Shiro.
4: Oh, damn, you read really fast. I read a lot for work. May I ask what you do? Um, I work in fashion. It's I'm kind of like a fashion reporter. I go to shows, and mostly it's just interviewing designers and models, but it requires some reading, and it's mostly just skimming, though. Hmm, that sounds like a lot of fun. I wish I could make socializing my bread and butter. Honestly, it's okay. You know, it's fashion. There's a lot of toxic masculinity and body shaming. It's... An epidemic. Honestly, I'm just grateful to be aware. Wow, you're so dreamy. <laughs> well, how was your day? It was really good, actually.
0: I stretched when I got up, and then I made some breakfast. Then I went about my day, walked some dogs, and I spent the afternoon getting dolled up for
4: you. Nice. I don't think you had to try very hard to look this great, though. Flattery will
0: get you far with me, I guarantee that. Well, enough about me. Let's check up on Mars and Thorn. You know what they say, <laughs> every rose has its god
3: of war.
2: Damn, look at the clouds.
3: Yep, they are. They're clouds. How was your week? It was chill. You know, I did a couple readings. School's been a breeze, though. I'm glad. How about you?
2: Trying, but not insurmountable.
3: C'est la vie.
2: Ugh, my boss is being a dick, and it's got me fucked up, but I'll manage. I'm trying to only leave HR as a last resort.
3: You know, they always say, like, HR will help you out, but there's so much, like, hoops, red tape you gotta jump through. Sometimes they can't even do anything for you at all. Word.
5: How's your coffee?
3: It's, uh, pretty great, actually. Uh, you can, uh, feel the quality when you sip it.
5: You've got to teach
2: me how to be a coffee aficionado.
3: Gotcha. It'll just take time. It'll take time. We've got plenty of that. Uh Mm-hmm. We should get going to the museum. Which one was that again? Chinese in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. That sounds fun.
0: Mars was anxious enough about a potentially pending belea when all of a sudden, in walked the glory that was Maya. (laughs) The gods were over war and were coming for them. Wig... Snatched.
3: Mars? Mars, is that you? I think that person's, uh, calling to you and I think you're ignoring them.
2: Hey, Maya.
0: This girl knew nothing about personal space as she leaned in to kiss Mars.
6: Okay, who's your cute friend?
0: Mars wasn't ready for this close encounter of the polyamorous kind. Sure, Mars was swagged out at the time and always had a very cool aura about here. But here's stress too. What could be the problem? Maya and Thorne have both been super respectful. How could they not be civil? But Mars' fight or flight response was all too real and their stomach turned into a knot. Uh, um,
3: I'm I'm actually uh, here's partner. You must be Maya.
6: (laughs) Okay, well, flattered that you know me, but I have to say I'm a little embarrassed I don't know you. What's your name?
3: It's, uh, Thorn. Uh, nice to meet you.
6: Mars, you did not tell me. You had such a piece of work for a partner. Delicious? Oh, wait, I'm sorry.
3: Do you use he-him pronouns? I, um, I, I, do, I am, I do, uh, we're good, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm.
2: Let's... I'm a dude. Let's, um, get going. The line at the museum is probably crazy at this time. Oh, shit! I wish
3: I caught y'all earlier!
0: Maya kissed Mars goodbye. This was weird.
3: Yeah, yeah, c- totally. Nice meeting you, Maya. Take care.
6: Thorn. the pleasure was all mine. Alright, you two enjoy yourselves, and Thorn, you've got a real gem on your hands.
3: You said there would be a line. Why? What are we doing here? There's nobody here. I just wanted to leave already, that's all. Alright, it's all good. Boggle go grab
0: tickets. Over in Alf's neck of the woods, life and work were really coming down on them. Texts from work were coming in while they were trying to respond to a double text from Jane. It seemed Jane really wanted to have a conversation about their dinner date and wanted suggestions, but Myrtle, their supervisor, really wanted to know if Alf could help their current client with a move-in that would most likely go into the evening. Alf really had to try to resist the urge to remind Myrtle that they don't get paid overtime. Halfway through the client move-in, Alf could fear the legs burn hotter with each step they took. Suddenly, Jane called.
2: Hey Jane, I'm really sorry but I won't be able to make it out for dinner tonight. I'm helping one of my clients at the move-in. Oh my god, you're so sweet for offering but my job will not allow that. It won't be an all-night thing, so maybe I could come over later? Sweet. I'll be over at 9. Talk to you soon.
0: Alf was elated that the client they'd been working with had finally acquired stable housing. It was a mission accomplished, improving a human being's standard of living. Alf couldn't help but wonder why or how the world could be such a terrible place for some. When would things change? Capitalism, in my opinion, is the root of all evil. The free markets need to be regulated much more profoundly. And taxes should be pulled out of military expenditures and invested in public infrastructure. Things such as schools, healthcare, museums, arts and science programs, subsidized housing. People need to care more. These homeless people are homeless because nobody cares enough about them. And I really gotta say, thank God for my friends. I'd have been that bitch panhandling on the train if it weren't for them. Capitalists need to stop trying to make survival cute. Society as a whole really just needs to evolve. Well, Alf finished the move-in and spent their commute to Jane's thinking about Jane's infectious smile and the scent of lavender that followed wherever she went. Oh, Jane. Alf took a few deep breaths to decompress before Jane answered the door. She opened the door and out oozed Jane's lavender aura and there was an incandescent bulb that gave off a mild yellow glow behind her. There was a halo, believe it or not. She was holy.
2: How was it? The client was happy, but the service provider didn't know shit.
6: But how are you feeling? Fine. Tired. Fine. Come sit. Have you eaten? I made some stuffed cabbage. I used seitan as the ground meat.
2: Nice. I'm famished. I worked up an appetite with all the stairs I was climbing.
6: Your butt does look plump tonight. You're skipping steps, like I suggested.
2: Only for the first 15 minutes. The burn really started to set in, and I didn't want to collapse mid-move-in. Thanks for that, though. I'm definitely going to feel it in the morning.
6: I know of something else you can
2: feel in the morning. Ooh, that's cute. I like that. The stuffed cabbage is smelling amazing already.
6: I already pulled up Netflix on the TV. Care for your nature documentary to help you decompress? I did also roll a J for you if you need it.
2: How romantic! Blue planet or planet Earth will do. I'm really into the ocean and forest episodes, and for the J, I think I'm good. It's pretty late, and I know it won't let me achieve REM sleep. My body needs to heal. But thanks, you're such a bait.
6: Thanks, I barely try.
2: You know, on second thought, let's smoke that J. You rolled it, and I don't want you to have to have it rolled for nothing. Oh hun,
6: I was going to smoke it either way. I don't want to pressure you.
2: You aren't pressuring me.
6: Peer pressure is not cool. I don't play that game.
0: You're so noble. Byron had secured a tea date with Harry. Harry was actually cool enough to pick a spot for their date. Go figure. Byron had butterflies in their stomach. Byron had arrived five minutes early to the tea shop and dashed to the only available love seat. They could feel the glare from the lady that probably thought nobody would take the seat if she took the time to get some cream and sugar. The boy walked in, and he scanned the room the way a meerkat scans the Serengeti. Byron waved, and their eyes met. There was something different about it. He seemed so familiar. Harry sauntered over. He exuded confidence. Boy, was he cute as hell. Byron took him in first with their eyes. Wavy brown hair, bushy brows, eyes as green as the sea, tattoos on the tops of his hands. Oof, he was bad. Byron was ready.
5: How are you? I'm well. A bit tired from work. I'm also pretty excited.
0: Mm, Whatever for.
5: Uh, I'm kidding. I'm excited too. How are you doing? Busy building empire. What can I say? Imperialism isn't cute. So many atrocities have been committed in the name of various empires over the millennia. You're passionate, aren't you? What's that mean? It's just an observation. I
1: mean, I agree with you. Empires, in reality, have not done a lot of good. Does conglomerate sound better?
5: Now you're just teasing me. It's my thing. I'm sorry. Was that really bitchy? I didn't mean to offend you. You look cute when you're trying to be considerate. Oh my god, you're so corny. It's my thing. <laughs> Too shy. Ah, parlez-vous français? Un, un pet? Un pet? Un, un peu. Un peu. Tu es très joli.
1: Are you talking dirty to me?
5: I don't speak that much French. You'll have to learn. Will you be my teacher? Mm. We'll have to see about that.
1: (laughs) We will, yeah.
5: We'll have the matcha beet root tea.
1: Can we also get an order of the vegan brownie cheesecake?
5: Sounds delicious, but how do they make it vegan if it's a cheesecake?
1: There's tutorials on YouTube. It's really not that
5: hard. Ah, yes, the internet. (laughs) There's a reason that governments want to regulate the internet, you know. What are you going to do besides conspiracy theories? (laughs) I really love cooking. Oh, what kind of cooking do you do? Best at Punjabi cuisine, actually. I lived in India for two years growing up. Oh, tell me more. I was in an exchange program, and the moms of my two host families taught me. That's amazing. Do you think that impacted you a lot? Hmm, life is so complicated when it can be so simple, really. There are also lots of modern luxuries that us Westerners take for granted. Mm, I get what you mean. Enough about me. I want to know more about Byron. Who were they? I don't know. It's always so weird talking about the things that I do, but I'm pretty much a workaholic. I do a lot of art writing, and then I have my day job. I know there's more to you than that.
1: Has anyone ever told you that you look like Harry Styles?
5: Come on. Take your time. Talk to me.
1: (laughs) Okay. Tell me when I start talking too much.
0: came through for the squad and got his tickets to a party in a Soho loft among Byron, Alf, and Mars. Byron and Alf brought Harry and Jane, while Mars brought nobody. Could Zaddy have lost your mojo? After we each had three tequila shots, things got a little weird. We took pictures with samba dancers and a contortionist before throwing it back on the dance floor. There were gods amongst humans on that floor. Nobody could tell us otherwise. Mars seemed to be enjoying herself, but something was definitely off. Why wasn't Thorne present? What about Maya? Maybe this wasn't my business, but I made it so. Byron and Harry were getting it on, and I mean dancing, riding the emotional wave that relationships consist of. It seemed to me it would be a while before this wave crashed on the shores of Heartbreak Beach. Is the love shot still there? I had never seen Byron dancing like such a hoe. It was awe-inspiring. They must be really into this guy, he's cute, and I wouldn't want to hurt him should he hurt Byron. God, why am I so weary of men? Jane and Elf were swaying with such grace, they resembled a binary star system, floating around one another, radiating warmth. What was going on between them? I wish I had multiple lovers, I need to go on a double date with these two. How about a triple date with Harry and Byron too? August is sweet, but I just don't think he and I are sustainable. Maybe I'm looking for something to be wrong. I crave more of a thrill. I wonder if August can keep up. After all, he is 34, but 11 years isn't too much of a difference. That's probably right. But let me stop acting crazy and enjoy this man. His presence was pretty distinct, there was coolness that surrounded him. Yeah, he's so hot. What was I thinking?
3: so much, it just isn't fair,
1: boy loves me so much, that he's unaware,
0: oh man, we stepped
5: out for a smoke break,
6: this music is so good, I could dance forever,
2: I could go for like another hour, maybe two,
5: I'm definitely gonna get another gin and tonic, I feel like about influence making you have one, If anything, I'm the trendsetter. I'm thinking we should head out soon. You've had just enough tequila for the ride home. Okay,
0: okay, you're right, let's go home. Bye! I'm staying here. I need to flaunt myself just a little bit more. I love showing you off. I mean, who wouldn't? (laughs) Alf started making out with Jane against the wall in the middle of our conversation. They were all over each other, and I thought they were gonna eat each other's faces and I would have to call Animal Control because these kids were getting wild. Back inside the club, Jane and Al continued chomping at each other, and I was flirting with August's friends. He didn't give a damn, I could do what I want, and I didn't get the vibe that he wanted to only me. He's my friend, and I'm a ho, and our lives are good. You know what? Don't get corny with me. I don't like that shit. I'm into that shit. Okay, well, you're gross. I love it. You're a nasty thing too. Uh, I just make myself clear. I'm so fucking smart. See, that'll get you somewhere. I love continent.
3: you're pretty, too.
0: Me? Well, thanks. I know. Don't get cocky. I don't exist to please you.
4: But Thomas this and I want to please you.
0: Is not your friend in the turquoise fuchsia Adidas? If so, maybe we should go to your place. No, no hesitation. I love it. I just pray you don't both disappoint. Challenge accepted. As I was stepping through the foyer in the club with two big hands on each side of my waist, I saw Jane and Alf. They were looking at each other the way I look at Vietnamese pho. That's right, I'm not vegan all the time. And I think pho tastes really, really good. Wink emoji.
6: Okay, our car should be arriving in 8 minutes. There are a lot of cars around though.
2: Maybe their are cars for other people.
6: Maybe. God, I'm beat. I think we danced for two and a half hours collectively. I'm ready to go to sleep.
2: But I'm not tired yet. Are you thinking what I think you're thinking and what I'm now also thinking?
6: I'm confused. Those are too many words for me right now. I have had a lot of Prosecco.
2: Oh, you're being dramatic. You only had three flutes.
0: So I'm in the cab with Aki and his friend, and I think his name was Timothy. When it occurred to me I was about to have a threesome. I was excited and super grateful that I had been eating so much fiber lately. I remember I hoped my friends were having as much fun. It's times like these that I remember the transience of the here and now. How I probably won't really remember this threesome in 10 years. Thomas, oh yeah, that's his name. He has beautiful hands. I'd hoped he would choke me. Sorry, I'm getting really graphic. in my feelings these feelings got me fucked up they're so uh, personal time and reality also got me fucked up and humans exist for such relatively short periods of time my mind is all over the place and i'm really just trying to look forward to this threesome and to my future
1: i'm not on anyone's mind at the moment i'm so free i'm so alone my friends are all out of town and my parents
4: are... The non-binary Carrie Bradshaw, Episode 3, Pronouns, starring Alana Ruiz as Alana, Hannah Feldman as Alf, Murkrow as Mars, Grace Joshua Byron as Byron, Griffin Leeds as Waiter, Alfredo Franco as Thorn, Ali Glombaki as Jane, Sam Campbell as Maya. Kevin Nichols as August, and Taylor Peels as Harry. The non-binary Carrie Bradshaw was created and written by Alana Ruiz, Anna Feldman, Grace Joshua Byron, and Murk Rowe. Directed by Grace Joshua Byron. Produced by Grace Joshua Byron and Adam Cecil. Editing and sound design by Adam Cecil. And our logo is by Emily Tatt. Featuring three songs by Johnny Darlin, Boy Loves Me So Much, Magical, and quarter-life crisis. Listen to more at JohnnyDarlin.bandcamp.com or search for Johnny Darlin on Spotify and Apple Music. Find out more about the show at nonbinarycarrybradshaw.com. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a little star review. Uh, it really helps other people find the show. <laughs>
1: I'm so alone. I'm so alone. I am so alone. If you like the non binary Bradshaw, check out Transmonogamist on YouTube. Transmonogamist is a web series featuring a lot of your favorite stars from this podcast, including. Alana, and Murr, and Alfredo, and dealing with a lot of the same issues around dating. Search for Transpanogamist on YouTube or go to to See this web series that I made with Alfredo and Artless
2: Media.